Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. This is episode 50 on the Merry Biz podcast with us and the Dan Norris. We talk all of our adventures and exciting things that happened over in America. It's a lot of fun, a lot of laughter. Enjoy. Welcome to Merry Biz. Get inspired to live your best life and learn what it takes to create an epic business from the world's most amazing entrepreneurs. We're your hosts, Emma and Carla Pappas. Let's get our Merry Biz on. What up, Seven Day Startup? Oh, wait, this is going to be on yours as well, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, Seven Day Startup and Merry Business. And hashtag Merry Mer- Business. Merry Business, is that what we call it now? Yeah. Merry Business, like all the people who are listening. Oh, hey, Merry Business. Hey, Merry Business. I know, well, I just did that one time in an email because normally we'd call our foodie people at Merry mm-hmm. Makers. And then I was like, well, this is Merry Business. I feel like that doesn't actually work. Merry Why? Business. I don't know. It doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound that good. Oh, okay. Well, we'll just keep calling them merrymakers then. <laughs> we'll work on that. But I like that on your on the podcast I listened to where you called it hashtag merrybiz. <laughs> like to the guy. It's like, thanks so much for coming on hashtag merrybiz. <laughs> she does that all the time. And <laughs> Emma one time was like, do we have to call it the hashtag merrybiz podcast? And I was like, yes. Yes, yeah, we do. I think it you is do. called Because that's what it is. Like it's hashtag merrybiz. Okay, okay. <laughs> what are we talking about? Um, hi, Facebook. Hey. Oh, yeah, that's right. I can see there's like a microphone right on my head. Mm. (laughs) It's probably better. Yeah, that's good. Hey. There's Emma. Hello. 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 It's, yes. Everyone everyone listening in, we're on Facebook Live. That's why that was a little bit awkward. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But then we're going to, we're going to put it on our podcast channels. And it's going to go on my seven day startup podcast without being edited. But you guys might edit. Somehow. Probably won't. No, probably not because we'll get lovely Anne to do it for us. She's our VA. She's our VA and she's amazing. We love her. Sounds good. Woo-hoo. So we're talking about travel because we just got back from overseas. Yeah, literally like we got back this morning two, six hours How ago. How did you sleep on the plane? It was it amazing. It was really good. <laughs> we slept really well. We were lucky <laughs> enough to get good seats and <laughs> yes, we slept really well. Yes, we did. Lucky but yeah. you. Feeling good, feeling inspired. Inspired. So the first... Fun. (laughs) (laughs) The first part of our trip, it was all three of us together. So it was pretty freaking... Like that was... Actually, it was pretty... It was going to be interesting because one, we'd never travelled together ever, the three of us. And two, that's why it's interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. But it was really cool. So we did... We arrived in LA. So we... Caught the plane from Brisbane to LA, then we hired a Tesla and drove up from LA to San Fran and back to LA and had stop-offs in between. And it was really fun. It was fun, except for the last turn-off before the airport on the way home. That wasn't fun. (gasps) Oh my gosh, that was so stressed. Haven't you erased that that from your memory? (laughs) Yeah, I've erased that. I completely Mm. forgot about that moment. Oh, okay. When we were almost missing our flight. Well, there's some travel advice. Um, Don't drive in LA. One. One. Um, <laughs> Ever. Don't, don't listen Just don't to Emma. Do don't have like 400 kilometers, sorry, miles to drive on your last day. Ever. Ever. What else? <laughs> don't. don't have someone <laughs> in the front seat who points to the wrong road to go down. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not really well known for my directions. Neither am I. That's, I know, right? We're not a good combination when it comes to navigation. Dan was that's driving, like, Emma was navigating. I'm just in the back doing nothing. Just like, I think that's our worst. That's our worst. That moment was just actually the worst moment of my life. So we, I'm going to tell the story now. Tell it. 
So we planned to get to the airport within heaps of time for you guys to fly out, but we didn't actually plan it very well. We planned it really badly, actually. In our heads, I think like you I, guys planned I it badly. I thought that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you delegated it without Carly, checking. You just didn't so. even do anything. Oh, that was, <laughs> I did. Uh. Anyway, we didn't allow enough time. LA traffic sucks, and and we're in a Tesla, so we had we had to stop mm. twice and charge on the way. <laughs> So, Which takes so, half an hour, so it's not like a normal petrol fill up. Mm. You know, get it, go in five minutes. We had to wait for half an hour. Yeah, Tesla's Tesla's awesome. Tesla was and so we'd we'd made it all the way to LA, <laughs> just got into literally where it started getting insane traffic, and we missed all of it. Got all the way there, and the Tesla was telling us we were going to arrive at ten past four, and these guys had to be there at four fifteen. Yeah, <laughs> and then we got to a right hand turn <gasps> just when we hit the traffic, and Carla said, "I can't believe we made it," and I. <laughs> And I said, we haven't made it yet. <laughs> and then I was supposed to turn right and then Emma pointed up ahead to another different right and I went on that one and we ended up on a freeway out of town, completely backed up traffic and added 30 minutes to our journey. Oh, my oh, It was the most it horrible so thing bad. ever. And, and we and all just went silent. <laughs> just like, I think it was because, like, normally in that kind of situation I would have reacted quite badly. Like, I would have gotten really stressed. But... I've been managing my stress way better. So I was like, I'm just going to stay quiet and just like hope that we get there in time. Well, in and then the, you cried. You I were crying. Cry. I, I didn't even want to talk. I'm like, just stop talking. I cried because I felt bad. But in the end, I also knew that like nothing could change where we were. Like nothing could no, we change No, we were literally it. stuck in back-to-back traffic going out of town in LA. There yeah. was no peak the opposite, The opposite direction to where we needed where to, we need to yeah. go. It was, it was pretty bad. But savage. in the end, it all worked out because we all in the got end, on the plane. We got to our terminal check-in. I drove check-in. like Michael Schumacher. You did. You were so good at driving. And then I was you got there. kind of afraid for my life. You were a great driver. Yeah, I was pretty impressed with those weaving in and out of the traffic. And on we the wrong side of the road. Yeah, yeah. And then we got to the check-in and he was like, not going to let us on. But then he did because we were like Aussie and, and smiled. smiled. Oh, my God. And kind of I almost was crying slash smiling. Oh yeah. God. It was like a cry It was smile. like really. But, yeah, it was fine because we ended up getting on and yeah. all, all is well. Yeah. So that was that. good. Lesson learned. Yes. But, uh, like, before <laughs> that incident, we it was quite fun because we had planned this. Well, we hadn't really planned, but we had this one week of, like, driving up to San Fran. And I think the coolest thing was that we hadn't planned exactly yeah. where we were going to stop off. And I think like having that open kind of plan was a, like a really good way to travel and it really like allowed us to think big and like come up with new ideas and get really inspired. Like I feel like the whole trip we were just getting inspired. Well, I yeah. think like that's like one of the best things about traveling outside of your like, you know, normal typical areas where you travel, like where something completely new, like you get the best ideas and you're like, you're kind of like on, like you're just like, you have to be really aware of everything. Mm. So then like your conversations are kind of mm. heightened as well, maybe. And like, you're just like on this next level energy, like it's a different kind of energy. And that's where like you, new stuff comes into your head and you want to create something. Yeah. I think from Change that. of scenery is good too. Yeah. Like for creating anything, I think. Yeah. It's like neuroplasticity, isn't it? Like that's yeah. where like. It's like why people say that when you travel like on a plane, that's when like you come up with really good ideas because your brain can only like think about flying or like that's all it's thinking about. So no, I think isn't is it right? No, I'm pretty sure that oh. article talked about because everything's new. Oh, so it's like you're like oh, you're taking you on new things. Are, like you're heightened, so like that means like your your other ideas are heightened as well. I think you can work the opposite too. Like there's definitely like research around when you're re- re- relaxed mm. and you're away from work. Like you end up coming up with heaps more ideas. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it is just about being not in your routine. Like, you know, you go to work every day or you, you sit at your desk every day, the same desk, yeah. doing it's the, the same, same distractions. Like yeah. yeah. And like that's your routine. So it's like, okay, just step outside that. Go traveling, go relax, just do something different. And yeah. I, like that's what I think I've come back really inspired to do, to be like, well, I want to create that feeling at home. Mm. And, like, we can all do that by just trying new stuff. Like, try one new thing every single week. Like, if you commit to that, ima- imagine what could happen. Yeah. yeah. Imagine yeah. Do more. 
yeah it's yeah it's kind of like we forget how amazing like our own city is that we have only moved here what like in february and we've not done any hikes or done like we've only done a couple and And there's so much more to to every single restaurant on the gold coast we're good at that (laughs) but i'm really good at eating i think like but it's just such it's a habit to create isn't it because like i think even from working nine to five like you get like from doing that, like you create routines and even though we have our own businesses, like you still kind of create these routines, even though they might yeah. be awesome routines, it's still like the same awesome all the time. You need to change it up. Yeah, well, the th- yeah. I think the thing is, is that routine has its, like yeah. it has its point and it has its like, I guess there is a reason for it and mm. you can actually become really productive when you do That's have so a routine. True. Like we'll talk about morning rituals like earlier today and I think if you have a morning ritual, like you can really st- like life can get better because you start your day and it's like really you know it's not you're not well, on technology and you're I, not doing all that i think what a morning ritual does is it puts you in a good place for an amazing day so yeah. it's like it sets the pace right instead of like waking up and being like in like whatever it might be a negative way like if you react to something on facebook or you just are tired because you haven't done any exercise or seen the sun or whatever it mm. is I think like it's just a good way to start the day, but then like bringing something new to every day, yeah, is good. And also, I mean, well, we kind of with the morning rituals, like it's all about finding what works for you as well, like mm. doing your own ritual that you need. Well, you should talk about the event you went to. Yeah, but I wasn't there, but you can still talk about it. Yeah, yeah well, that event was. Because I've got a book on this too. It's oh so yeah. Oh, the perfect day formula. I bet, day formula. I bet that's a good book. Never I, haven't, read it. I haven't read it yet. Yeah, we went to Hal Elrod's event and John Berghoff and it was the Miracle Morning Mastery event and it was life-changing. It was like we didn't know what to expect from this event. You were like, like almost not going to go. We didn't want to so go. so tempted Because there was go. no schedule or agenda and it's mm. like you need a schedule. It's like <laughs> it's an event. I, I Tell me who is speaking. But obviously it's like a thing they do. Like they make it really casual so it's like but, – uh, but all the people who were <laughs> attending may have had an idea because they already yeah. have attended an event like that before. Oh, okay. So I don't know. But anyway, it was – insane it was life-changing if you saw our snapchats you would have thought it was the craziest effing I, event i did and yeah. i did because <laughs> there was dancing there was singing there, there was, Zumba. was talking to strangers Zumba, Zumba, Zumba. and there was a lot of crying and opening up with emotions <laughs> and, it and was bulletproof coffee <laughs> and a lot of bulletproof coffee thank god for that bulletproof coffee but i think that whole conference just like made me realize how much like we need to put a focus on personal development and mm. like not push it to the side, like things like meditation and visualization. Mm. We know about it, but we weren't, we didn't practice it because yeah. it was kind of like, oh, we've read about meditation. We know it's good for us. That okay, and done. you do it every now and again. Every, yeah, every now and again. when not you in the need habit it. Of doing it all and, the time. and also, I mean, I used to do it all every day, and then I stopped doing it. But I just didn't realize that actually, like, I feel really a lot better doing meditation. Mm. But you forget because you're you're fine. You're still healthy not doing it, but you're just better. When you do mm. it, mm. I, just, I don't think I can do it properly because it doesn't do anything for me. But there I just is think no properly. Yeah. That's and I think that that's totally fine. People think that like meditation is about like clearing the brain. And it's like if a thought comes in, like blah, 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 like you should have a blank mind. But I think it's also about like just letting the thoughts kind of roll through and just being aware that the thought is there. But also, mm. that's what our brains are designed to do. Like our brains are designed to think. So it's not like it's a bad thing. It's mm. just that some people prefer to meditate that way and other people like do yeah. it a different way like they did mm. this really cool thing where it was like this see here was it see here and feel yeah and instead of like closing your eyes and like you know just feeling and like trying not to think but just like feeling within your body and being in the moment it was like you can open your eyes and literally you can just like look around you and you can say see and like literally just think about the things you're seeing mm. And then it might be like sound you're hearing, like you might be in nature and it might be the ocean and it's like here. So you like concentrate on what you're hearing. So it's like being more present. Yeah. yeah. And, and then like what you're feeling. So you, like you might be walking on the beach and it's like you're feeling really relaxed. And yeah. it's like, oh, like I'm feeling that and I'm seeing people, I'm seeing birds and I'm mm. hearing the noises, the ocean noises. Mm. The interesting thing about the feel one is that when you are aware of like the feeling, it doesn't stay for very long. Like once you've become aware of it, so it will like you'll say feel and then you feel and then it kind of like goes away. And I found I was doing that with like a headache. Like I had a headache and I was like, oh, feel. And then the pain would go away. And I was like, was the pain real? Like I didn't know what happened just then. Yeah, that's super weird. 
But I think woo woo. it definitely, <laughs> yeah, seriously. But it inspired me a whole heap. And like the visualizations, like the power of visualizations. And like, I mean, like really it's like goal setting mm. and it's like focusing on goal setting and maybe in a way that is better for you. Like if it's like, you know, you're imagining your future, how it feels, how it looks. Yeah. Like the feelings that that's going to create. It's like, like that's a really nice mm. feeling. So it's like, then you're more positive. So then you're obviously going to like work harder to get there. In the end, like we all have to do the work. Yeah. But it's like, <coughs> yeah, maybe it's just like helping us do the work. Yeah. When, I, when I did the speaker training with Dwayne, he did a thing where, um, this is Dwayne Alley, if people want to Google him. Um, We're going to do his like in two weeks. Yeah, you're doing it. So he, it's, it's not called visualization. It's called, he calls it something else. Um, I think it starts with the letter I. Oh. Um, Should I Google I, it quickly? Yeah, Google it. While you keep talking. Um, I can't remember the word he uses for it. But anyway, his version of it is like you, this is a very, very fast version of it. But like you like imagine yourself in the future and then you like, you like project yourself. So, so everyone closes their eyes. He has the music come on. He, mm. he puts people in like a sort of like, it's like some sort of, it's not a trance, but it's Ooh. like a relaxation Yeah, like exercise. a meditation. It's meditation. Yeah. But there's just there's another word for it. I can't think of it. I didn't um, really know what to Google. I'd Google Dwayne Ali I, <laughs> and that didn't go I up. Got, um, <laughs> I probably got the workbook. Anyway, maybe someone on Facebook, let me know if you know the word I'm thinking of for this um, technique. I can't think of it. Anyway, it's the same sort of thing. Cool. And so he he and he's and we actually ha- actually had to do it as part of the training. Like he teaches you how to do it. So mm. by the end of it, you're putting your partner in one of these things. Oh wow! Like the music so comes exciting. Oh my gosh! I want to do that. I'm yeah. so excited. And then and his version of it is like. You, you like imagine yourself and then you project yourself up and then you go yep. into the future yeah. and then you're dropped off in the future and then you can like feel this force like yeah. pulling your present self towards your future uh-huh. self and then Ooh, when you wow. come back, like that force like sticks with you so you're more motivated to get to where you are going in the future. Oh, that that, well, that's like quite similar to the visualizations we did. We did we did three. One was past and it was like going back to your past memories that might have been like hard memories that you thought like were really bad things that happened to you. Yeah. So say like for instance like my bullying, like when I was bullied in high school, I went back to that moment and he was like, okay, go back to that moment, be in that room and then – notice the strengths that you were like gaining from that moment Mm. and take only the strengths from that moment and then bring them to your future self and I was like wow that's really cool and then it allowed you to actually be more grateful for like the the bad in inverted commas moments that you had in the past that they were all there for a reason that they've actually created the person you are today and then we did a similar one with the future and then we did like a gratitude one which was the coolest one and it was like he made you like well he didn't make you but he guided you in like to picture everybody you were grateful for in your life. And it was like picturing them in like a certain like fire. It was in a fire it was flame. In a fire. And I think everyone did it in different ways. Like I did it very different to my partner who you went up with. Like she just wrote a big list of all the people who were grateful. Mm. Whereas I like wrote all the people I was grateful for. And like these memories of like exactly what happened. Like this like one memory that I have with this person um, and then we like swapped with that. Yeah, but I was meaning like in the visualization when you're doing it through the fire and oh. then he said, look up and then the people are with you. Mm. And I thought that what was, was the, what's the significance of the fire? It, I don't know. He, d- it was just like, I think maybe because fire is such a thing you can visualize. Yeah, true. Like it's like, yeah. it's like the waves, like visualize the waves. Mm. Everyone knows what that looks like. True. Fire. Everyone knows what that looks like. Stare into it and see the faces of the people. Mm. And then he was like, and now look up and all those people are with you. Mm. And that was like so powerful. It made me cry. I was like, Oh, I'm crying. Well, I think like gratitude is so powerful. Yeah, it was overwhelming. If you're thinking about all the people who you love in your life, who have done amazing things in your life, you're just like, wow. Holy moly. And it mm. might be, and it was a lot of people were like, I thought of people that I didn't realize that I was grateful for. Yeah. yeah. And even if they were like bad in there, like it, it might have been like this really horrible moment, but they're grateful for them because they created the person you are today. Yeah, that's what yeah. Ch- Chad just said that on Facebook. He said he's on the topic of bullying in school said it was like what um made him know who he wanted to be yeah yeah exactly bullying is the most insane thing ever because it's so bloody common like at Mm. school and And not just school no adult bullying too but i think like it was interesting how we had me and carla had a conversation about bullying because it came up and i think i realized that why i was so shy when i was young because i was afraid of getting bullied Mm. Because I didn't want to put myself out. Like, I literally couldn't talk to anyone. I would have one friend every year. 
and they were like one friend for like the first four years of primary school and then I had moved on to another friend but literally I didn't talk to anyone else in my whole school year because I was just so frightened mm. and that went on to high school too whereas Carla was just 100% herself but from like years preschool to college to CIT she got bullied to bloody working full-time bullied her mm. whole life like it's just weird yeah mm. and it still happens like even like yeah yeah now like it, you, it still happens sometimes so it's very it's interesting but well, it's a good I, way I, to think about it like if you, if you, I guess like anything you can do that helps is good but it is actually probably true that if if it like it probably did make you a stronger person oh yeah 100 mm. percent. I th- I am like I am so grateful for those bullies. I'm so <laughs> grateful for those moments. Yeah. <laughs> we should talk about travelling. Yeah, yeah what do we talk about travelling? Okay. Um, Travel. I'm not going to click that because I'll stuff it up. I think it might have been Helen that said creative visualisation. That sounds like a good word, but it's not the word I was thinking of for this thing. Ah. We'll um, find out when we go yeah, to the and we can Yeah, and we could do a podcast about it because you've done it. We've done it. And then we could like Yeah, do we one. should. I think you guys will love it. Oh, I'm maybe so we should excited. do a, a live visualisation thing. Oh, that would be fun. Okay. We could do that. We could totally do that. Sounds good. So um, what was your faves part like, oh, of yeah, the trip? Oh, yeah, I was going to ask that too. Oh. <laughs> well, let's, should we talk about the first week? Yeah. We're all there. So much fun. Yeah. Well, we so we got there after a, a night with absolutely zero. I had absolutely zero sleep. I didn't even try to sleep. I just worked on the whole Crazy. flight over there, which was good. That was amazing that done. you got work done. It yeah. was fun because we were sitting in different areas to Dan. So it was funny. Like I would come and say hello. Yeah. And bring snacks. I was, I, I, so I wrote 15,000 words, I think. Oh, my gosh. Books. Guys, we wrote zero words. I'll tell you what. I, wa- <laughs> I watched four and a half movies and they yeah, were but, really good. But I was in the dodgy section, so <laughs> I had nothing else to do. But, yeah, I had absolutely zero sleep. And then we had to drive. We, we pretty much spent the whole day getting to Ojai, which is... A hundred kilometers away from LAX, <laughs> not that far. <laughs> but it was because we had to pick up the car. Yeah, we, we hired the Tesla through this Turo service, which is like a um like Airbnb for cars, and we had to drive. Well, we got to. It was quite cool. Like we were blessed to. Yeah, we were blessed to drive from <laughs> hashtag blessed from uh, LAX to I don't know where that place was, where his house was. San Marino, yeah, but, some Chinatown. But area. we went via the Tesla design factory next to SpaceX, <laughs> that was which was cool. so cool. That was cool. And See, you wouldn't have been able to do that if we did, if we well, didn't. Well, we wouldn't get, have. No, I wouldn't have yeah. known to do yeah. that. Yeah. So that was that was cool, cool that we got to see yeah. SpaceX. And that dude too. had met Elon before, so that was cool. Yeah. yeah. And then we drove to his place, which is in San Gabriel. Is that where he lives? Yeah. Yeah. And we got, went, had an epic lunch and we just like spent the whole day. Oh my day. God, how young was that lunch? We went to like the this Thai place. Thai place. It was the weirdest place. It was like really quiet. It looked really dodgy. And you open the doors and there's like a million people yeah. in there eating and, Thai. And like they were, there was lots of like Thai people. So I guess like that's how you can tell a good Thai, right? Well, he said like that whole area was just getting like yeah. bought out by Thai and Chinese. It's yeah. Like Crazy. Yeah. Area. Apparently it's just booming. Yeah. And so then we went to, o- we went to Ojai because Dan, you had friends living there, Derek, Derek and, and Marlene. Yeah. And we love them. <laughs> and so we got to stay with them and that town is amazing. Yeah. That I was love the best. that town. That was probably the highlight, like as far as like places. I just, oh, was that your favourite? Yeah. Wow. It was so cute, wasn't it? Was it? Actually, cute. Pebble Beach, I think, might have been my favourite. That was freaking <laughs> epic. Hashtag goals. <laughs> there were so many amazing. Even the slow was awesome. Yeah, too. I loved yeah. Santa Maria. Even that laundry was awesome with the, that brewery. Like, yeah. Oh, my yeah, gosh. That pub. was awesome. Every place we went to was pretty awesome. The only place we were, we, we'd only planned to go to St. Inez. Is it, no, Santa Inez. Inez. Santa, yeah, Santa Inez. Inez. Yeah. That's the only place we'd actually organised to stay at, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Until we got to San Fran. Yeah. Yeah. It and was that was some crazy random. Was, but it was really... <laughs> it was cool. We were cool. staying in like this crazy old place that wasn't actually old. It was just like a... And I was like, this place is definitely haunted. Yeah. And I walked to it. it was... I was like, okay, give me the history. How old is it? She's like, it was built in 2010. Yeah. I was like, oh! <laughs> Way to destroy like everything. Man. It was like a full palace though. It was real yeah, fancy. I totally thought it was I think your haunted. battery's dying on your phone. Oh, yeah. This will probably die soon. I, I could probably plug it in. Plug it in. Um, I thought that was super fun. And we went to a saloon there. with, <laughs> And, like, no one was there. No one that was there. That saloon was the weirdest place I've ever been to. I was to. actually thinking, how you, like, you went and bought shoes just to go to the saloon. Like, that I wouldn't have needed shoes. Because I, le- I left my shoes, shoes in Ojai and I had no <laughs> shoes. So I was going to go there in thongs. I tried to put Carla's shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't fit. Oh, I was wondering why my 
because she was so stretched. No. no. <laughs> I want to also bring up a point because it's just crossed my mind. So in Ohio, we went to dinner. We had pizza. And I just want to say, like, as people and many of our listeners are, like, gluten-free, paleo, la di da da I mean, we went to that pizza place and we were like, you know what? We're going to get gluten-free pizza. We know we don't normally eat this, but we're going to enjoy every single bite. And I think like that's a good thing to do when you're traveling to be like with your food and dietary restrictions. If you can be a little bit flexible, especially if you're staying with people. Yeah, it definitely. felt really good though. It was kind of like, oh, I feel proud of myself. Yeah, me too. Mm. And like, because Derek and Molly were like, oh, do you eat this normally? And we were like, we're going to eat that. We're going to yeah. go. And like <laughs> normally probably... I would have been like, oh, my gosh, no, like pizza. But, God, it was good. It was good. And that's <laughs> such a cool restaurant. Too. Yeah, yeah. we would have missed so out on that amazing fairy light yeah. garden. Like in a garden. There's so many places we ate were just out in the open. Yeah, I loved it. Like with no roof. Like that hip vegan. Oh, I love that place. How fun was that lunch that we went yeah. to the next day? Oh, yeah, that so one. And then, there was the, and then there was a place in Slow that was outdo- outdoors, oh, like on Bliss the river Cafe. as well. Yeah. Oh, that was, that was fun. fun. They did we great smoothies. We went to so many good places. Oh, my gosh. So, San Fran, let's talk about that because that was fun. Yeah. Well, I had a meeting and then we had dinner organised. We It was actually pretty, a bit of a shock to get to San Fran, wasn't it? Because it was, we went to all these coastal places. Yeah. And then we got there and it was like, holy shit, we like someone's like, going to like... Yeah. shoot me i was like, a bit afraid that first it was night. like I think it, was a, it felt like full ghetto there's like yeah. crazy looking dudes yeah and do you reckon it was just because we were used to the small town where everything was so cute you know yeah. You'd, yeah. Walk, you'd walk down the street and you'd be like oh my god i'm in love with this town whereas like we were in the We'd forgotten what cities were yeah, like. yeah. We were in the mission district and it was kind of like oh a little bit scary and everything was a bit dirty and mm. it was kind of like what are we where are we going but then we found that the most amazing rooftop bar on yeah, that first night. Rooftop Mexican. And, and plus the place we were staying was pretty epic. Oh that my Airbnb. God. It was huge. It was amazing. It was pretty funny like going from small little um hotel rooms to this amazing big apartment. It was like, oh, this is it was luxe. awesome. It was awesome. It, and then like yeah. I guess like Carla and I it was Lane took us on like a car tour, our friend Lane, which is just awesome. Like she's in love with San Fran. Yeah. She's so like mm. the best tour guide ever to have someone who just loves a city who lives there for a, a long time. So that was cool. Then we like did walk, did a big walking day. Oh, we did yeah. the bridge. We went to the bridge, bridge. and then oh we gosh. went to what was the, uh, the marina district. Yeah, that oh, that was, that was so beautiful. Cool, that area. And the houses. Everyone had like a Porsche there. Like every person, I saw like and those Porsches. old Porsches. They were so cool. Yeah, but that then rich area, we though. have to mention that food that we ate. <gasps> We had the best food. The that Korean, Korean food. That on Emma Snapchat. Had, on Snapchat. Like, like, Look at the Japanese food. <laughs> Japanese. Like, it's not bloody was it Japanese. Korean? It was Korean. Korean. Yeah. Bar, like barbecue oh style. Oh my God, that food. And then the ice cream. Oh, <laughs> we lined up for ice cream. We lined up, we for, lined an up for an hour. An hour for ice cream. I would the, never, ever, ever do that. Ever. I just wanted to line up because everyone else was yeah, lining I know. up. Like, it, it, that, uh, I've never done that before. And it was the best ice cream in the whole entire world, apart from Rome, maybe. Yeah. Maybe on par pretty fun it was, it was definitely fun. yum it was so much fun and then i think another cool thing about our traveling was when we drove back we had like we did this thing it was my idea um, <laughs> <laughs> where emma's idea to, did you catch to, that <laughs> everyone has emma's idea sure um, it wasn't my idea no i'm <laughs> idea no it was my idea all right. No, it was your idea. It, it was your idea. Okay, okay guys. Just asking we're, doing this thing, we're doing this thing where we all have to bring a podcast episode, a surprise yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. It was my idea. Good idea. It well, actually, idea, we were listening to podcasts <laughs> before joking. that and then you were like, oh. But like surprise each other. It yeah. Was fun. yeah. It was fun. Surprise, it, it was had, very it had exciting. It had to be about creativity. Yeah. Yes. That was a theme. Yeah. So what, what podcast did we listen to? We Pretty listened, much all of mine. Yeah. The Beautiful Riders. We listened to one of mine. Yeah, I really liked that podcast with yeah, Danielle Laporte yeah, and Liz. Who is the other lady who's on no. it? No, uh, Laura. 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 No, Laura. It's someone. L. She's a writer. She was. Great. Yeah, I actually she's didn't great. know who that. Neither I knew Danielle I. Laporte, but yeah. Didn't know but the, but she's so the guest. We li- who do we listen to? We listen to Liz Gilbert. She's amazing. Um, Stephen Pressfield. Stephen Pressfield. Amazing. The but story guy. I don't have my phone, but there's the, there's an episode about like writing stories in Hollywood. Oh my gosh, that was guy so was good. like epic. He just was like so like this is how it is. And blunt Boom. and yeah. just like mm. re- I think it was because it was like chalk and cheese like yeah. Danielle Laporte and her person who I can't remember, they're very like spiritual and yeah. go with the flow and do this and listen to your heart and he was like, "Nah, 
like this that's not it like yeah, he's like <laughs> like i never want to write i just make myself write like nah it's not like that and yeah. it was just cool to see like you can work both ways and you can both ways can work and it's just about figuring yeah, it out I what think, way yeah. works and for you and it's kind of like there isn't a right or wrong way yeah. like they're three very successful people and they have completely different writing styles working styles and it's like find the way that you most enjoy and what works for you mm. yeah you don't need to do what other people do yeah, that was cool. I love Liz Gilbert. That's yeah, that's she was probably so we, because we listened to her on Lewis's podcast. Yeah, that's why we got the yeah, idea to, yeah. to listen to more. I think because yeah. it was like I want more from her. Like I was mm. like, I feel I like you more. have more to share. I need her podcast. I don't think she has one, but I want one with her and with her. Yeah, well, together. we listened to her interview her friend, but then we wanted more with just her getting interviewed. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, and she's yeah, really she and then we her. listened to the. Do you know? Because it was funny. Like all of the podcasts had a really similar message, and it was like. I felt like resistance. It was all like that was mm. what was coming up a lot. Or maybe that's probably what I was hearing. Well, maybe it's things that stop you from pursuing your create your creativity and, yeah. and actually what you want to do, which is like, I guess like we've been talking about a lot more lately anyway. Mm. But yeah, that stuff is hard. The it interesting is, thing I, I learned from the, the story guy was just that idea that like the thing that's making it, really hard for you to create something might be the thing that makes you create something even better. Like when he was talking mm. about um, like comedians, a comedy being like the angry art yeah. yeah, and saying like all these funny people, like they're actually just really angry people. Yeah. And like he was, the example he gave was Chris Rock at the, was it the Os- Oscars? It was at the Oscars. Yeah. And he was hosting and just like going on about whether Hollywood's racist and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, it's funny because he's a comedian and that's yeah. his job to be funny, but He's obviously deeply fucking angry yeah. about well, people being racist. Like, and that's what drives the yeah. create, creative well, process. It was on um, Rogan's podcast with Russell. What's his name? Russell Brand. Brand. Russell Brand. And they were talking about how how powerful comedy is for getting points across. Yeah. And that's why, like, lots of people don't like, like, lots of politicians are really against comedy because mm. they are aware of the power of it. Because, I mean, like, you get a, com- a comedian like Chris Rock up there talking about that topic. It's like everyone's listening because it's, yeah. A, it's probably funny, but B, it's like far out. That's true. Yeah. Like, oh and my he's, gosh. like, smiling and laughing and everyone's yeah. laughing, but everyone secretly is like, oh, shit, actually, good like, point. Like, that's reality. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which is, like, horrible. But I had another really good example on Rogan's podcast and I can't remember what it was. On the Russell Brand one? Yeah, where they talked about a comedy act and it was, like, a really – like something really that was happening. I think it was all politics like yeah. back in the day. They were talking about old po- um, comedians and like how it was all like, mm. I think it was like, like racism and stuff like that, topics like that mm. that are always just around. Oh, it's yeah. Things. Yeah, what was it? I think I'm, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I can't remember. Damn it. We'll remember. But um, the podcast. That's freaking epic. Epis. You guys should um, listen to that epicest episode. <laughs> I loved it so much. It was funny too. I just think Russell Brand is amazing. Like, yeah. It's amazing how many comedians have podcasts. Like, yeah. like I was never really that much into comedy, but Joe Ro- so Joe, Joe Rogan's a comedian. So his podcast is – actually, that episode he did with Russell Brand was in the top two or three podcasts in the entire iTunes store last two weeks. It had over oh two gosh. million downloads. And that was about a week ago. Gee whiz. Um, so he's definitely one of the biggest podcasters. And every second guest he has – is a comedian so you learn a lot more about comedy listening to that mm. but then also a lot of the people he has on his podcast also have their own podcast like it's yeah. just the perfect platform for comedians so every comedian you can think of like just about has a podcast yeah well, and a lot of them, what i've noticed lately is a lot of them are teaming up like the mm-hmm. one one podcast i listen to called the fighter and the kid is a ufc fighter and a comedian and that's like their thing this, this is like the the, the biggest ufc podcast and the UFC themselves have just released their own podcast. This really? is the reason I'm talking about this is because it's content marketing. It's interesting to me. Um, and the UFC podcast, the official UFC podcast, is an ex UFC fighter and a comedian. And it's the two of them. That's so doing smart. The so smart. Yeah. It's well, so smart. I mean, like, I guess Rogan was talking about podcasts on that episode, podcasting on that episode too with um, Jimmy, whatever his name is, who has a crazy ass laugh. Um, and oh, they like his just, friend that was there? Yeah. And they're talking about His why, laugh was the best. I was every it time was he laughed. Was I was like, like, is that for real? Yeah. But like they were saying how good it is because really like, I mean, they're doing that before. Like they had radio stations as well. They, you know, are performing. But now they don't have a boss. Like it's just like yeah. them yeah, and they their can podcast. Control I mean, like Rogan's reaching millions of people every week. Like yeah. that's insane. Like and, crazy. and they make money. Like the Fighter and the Kid podcast, 
that's how they make their money now. Yeah. They, they do the podcast. Sponsorship. He, yeah, and also just events. Like they go oh, around. Amazing. They actually do stand up. So, like, oh, even so smart. Brendan Sharp, who's the wow. UFC fighter, actually goes to events with the stand up comedian wow. and they both just do stand up for like an hour, like a, a live show. How and do Rogan they? does the same. Adam Carolla does the same yeah, thing. Yeah. But, and is that just the comedy show or do they yeah. re- record the podcast at the same time? It's just a comedy show. No, they just do, I think they just do live shows. But um, Adam Carolla does like a live podcast where like you can go and watch it live wow. and pay to watch it live but then he also puts it on his podcast yeah too. Smart. i reckon so yeah. live podcasting watching is is cool, cool. yeah mean, especially if you're a comedian and it's actually going to be entertaining funny. yeah that's so true but you know like i it is fun just like listening to a bunch of people talk hopefully what we're doing <laughs> anyway but i think america compared like to australia like very different the podcasting worlds because yeah in america it's huge like that's what people do they know everyone knows what a podcast is well maybe everyone and like mm. it's brands know the value of podcasts. That's why they, they get sponsorship. Whereas I don't know if it's huge in Australia. I don't know. Like who not, is, maybe who, not yet. Who has the biggest Australian podcast? Hamish and Andy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. See, and that's like well, they're comedians yeah. and they're also on radio. Well, so it's an it's entertainment like, platform. Yeah, at the end yeah. of the day, like it has to be interesting or it has to be funny. It has to be entertaining. It, it can be educational, but I think it's easier. It's easier, like with audio, to be entertaining. Or interesting than educational, I think. It's actually, it's a hard, it's hard to teach people via a podcast. What I about think. inspiring? inspiring. Yeah, definitely, yeah. See, inspiring, yeah. like for interviews yeah. and stuff. And yeah. Like, yeah, hearing other people's stories. And I guess like the best thing about podcasts is that it's like you can do two things at once. Like yeah. if yeah. you're at the gym, you listen to your podcast. If you're driving, yeah. like yeah. that's And I just feel awesome. like podcasting is so good for like, you know when you want to do like personal development stuff and you're like, okay, I'm just going to listen to this podcast mm. and you feel really good because you're like, I just listened to a podcast and I learned something. Yeah. And I think it helps so people true. easily tick off their personal development goals because they can do two things at once. Whereas reading can sometimes be a chore for people or the, like they just don't want to read. It's a good alternative to reading. Like yeah. when I put threads in my group about like favorite books for X or Y, um, a lot of people will reply and say, I haven't read the book, but I've listened to an episode. Or, yeah. or like the audible. audible book. Yeah, Audible or, yeah. or even just like a podcast episode. Like if you like the Tony Robbins one, for example, like when he brought his mm. book out, yeah, like he did so book. many podcast yeah. interviews and he covered so much of the content that like... So true. Like you could, I mean, read the book if you want to read a 700-page book, but if you don't want to, like listen to a couple of these interviews yeah. and you'll probably get so a lot true. out of it. Well, like the key messages, like the authors always have their key messages down pat and yeah. it's like they're going to share that and the interviewer is probably going to ask them that. Yeah, like, Altage is good at that. He's got a... I was listening to an episode with Kevin Kelly who's a guy who's just like basically invents the future. <laughs> um, and and he Aldrich just like goes through the notes. He's like, okay, you got these ten things. Tell me what this one means. Yeah. This one means. This one means. Well, we just Nelson. listened to one. His what was that one with a lady was, about a con artist? Like, she wrote a book, The Confidence the con- something, and it's all about the big con or something. Oh, okay. Wasn't it? No, that it was called Confidence, like confidence. Oh. But it's all about how con artists, like how they manipulate stuff and get their ways, and it might be through bad, but it also. <laughs> Missed it. But also they can do, like, you can do, use the techniques to do something good too. Sounds like like NLP. She was talking about con artists who have, like, you know, stolen, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars off people. And lots of psychics. She was talking about that. And I I thought that was really interesting. I was like, oh, I didn't like it. I was like, no, they're magical. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, no, my angel cards work. They tell me that I'm doing the right thing. (laughs) Yeah. But it was interesting. But, yeah, James is epic. I love yeah, he's that. good. He's also good mm. good at writing. I think like I think like if you're a really good writer, if like Big Magic, for example, we're talking about Liz, I think the book is better than the, the interviews. Like the interviews are great, but like because she's such an epic writer, yeah. same as Stephen Press like Stephen Pressfield interviews are good too, but like because he's such a really good writer. Well, like see, you can I really listen, read his book. I listened to a podcast with him before I've like I've only just started re- reading his book, his new book. Yeah. And so I've never read anything else. So I liked his podcast. Yeah, I like, and I like yeah. Liz's too because then it sh- like shows the personality. Oh but, yeah, but I liked her it books too, but are amazing. The book was like, yeah, I think the book was just like so in like some of those stories were so intense that it would yeah. be really hard to convey that. 
yeah. in a podcast. And yeah. I also think because she's pretty like easygoing too and like has knows how to laugh at herself and other things. Yeah, she's so, mm. funny, like, isn't she? That comes yeah. across. She definitely knows how to laugh. And she's herself. positive. <laughs> and she's really positive. And it's like I think that's like my favorite thing about her because she's like unapologetically optimistic. really optimistic yeah. and really positive. Mm. And like that, like we, like we, I think we're pretty positive. But sometimes it's like we are unapologetically yeah. optimistic but about it, most everything. But yeah. sometimes you find people not like. I don't know. Like digging that. Yeah. Or and they think like, no, you have to be sad sometimes. And like, yes, we are sad sometimes, but sometimes we just choose to be optimistic, even if it is going to yeah. shit. Mm. So it's so interesting. I like her. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Her interview on Lewis's podcast was definitely very good. Yeah. yeah. I think that was my favourite one. I just wanted to look at my notes because I remember something that we wrote down about fear and we both wrote it down. Can you remember? It was like fear is stopping you. What was this it? Is from that interview? Yeah. And it was really, really good. I wrote notes. Down. Oh, oh, yeah, no, I wrote some stuff, some notes down for. Oh, my it's book. like fear of things going well. Oh, I yeah, that was really interesting. Was that her? I don't know who no, that, that was. was. Um, who was that? Was that Pressfield? I thought I didn't think it was her. Yeah, no, it wasn't. But it was one of those interviews. Was, yeah. and, I was, and like I remember, we all were like after that finished because yeah. it was cool. How we listened to the podcast and then we'd all be like, okay, what was like the? Oh, number? it was Seth Godin. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, How yeah. good is Seth Godin? Yeah, he's good. I've seriously only just started listening to him too. So he's I'm like, like, oh my he's gosh. He's incredible. Like, he's yeah, amazing. no, because his was like um, fear of things going well and, and the responsibilities that would ensue if things yeah. go well. And like people are sort of subconsciously fearful of that. But that yeah. that guy's just like a, a um, textbook on how to be interviewed. Yeah. Like he literally just has he, the most eloquent answer to every single question. And he even... He doesn't even really answer the question. Like yeah. he changes the question and then he delivers an answer that was, is better than it would be otherwise. That's like the perfect way to be I, interviewed. Yeah. yeah. You put across your key messages exactly what you want, even if the person doesn't ask. But the it's, it's not self, it doesn't come across as self-serving yeah. the way he does yeah. it. Like it, it, it comes across Sometimes like he's serving really the obvious. audience. Other people I've seen, like we've interviewed people and they're just like promoting their shit. Yeah. Like and it's like, like oh, politician like, style. Like, in, like, oh, in my book, blah, 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 blah. It's like, guys, like I'm sure you can just like help help. Our viewers, our I listeners. think, well, that's what we always say. Like yeah. the best way, like people, even when we get interviewed, like people are like, oh, like, let me know what you want to, what you want to plug, blah, blah, yeah. blah. I'll ask you about it. And we're like, you know what? Like, no, like we just want to help. Like ask us questions you want to know. And then if your listeners or viewers like get value out of it, then they're going to come to our website anyway. Like and we don't mm-hmm. mind. And most likely a product of ours will come up anyway. Yeah. So I find that interesting. But Seth, I think, Jake gave so much value and he was just like amazing he's probably so smart yeah he's, <laughs> he's really smart. smart he's probably just at a stage where he probably doesn't really need yeah more email opt-ins <laughs> and more social well he kind of said that didn't he he, yeah. did, he even said that about books and publishing he was like like he kind of was saying that it's a dying industry yeah, it's kind of definitely. depressing for him it that he could it was i like it was like that's him, true like saying what will be more powerful? How can so I get true. this across mm. in a blog post or in a book? Do I have enough to say about it in a book? And that's because yeah. he already has a massive yeah. profile. So he doesn't need to publish another book. Whereas like people like, you know, what we want to do with our, like we want to publish our book because it's going to be a really great tangible product. Mm. Plus we've never told the story before. Yeah. And it's, it's the best way to tell our so story. See, I wonder if, I actually wonder if like video often wonder like, I do books because I just find it easy to write books. Yeah. I don't I don't find it challenging to write thousands of words, but I wonder if like <laughs> You suck. <laughs> sorry. Bloody Dan Norris. But I wonder if like videos these days is just a better way to do it. Like Maybe. if I, I look so at Facebook, true. it's just non stop video. Like that's where everyone's that so attention true. is. Maybe look so, at, so what can we, we do just do a video, video book? instead of video books? Yeah, well imagine that, like a documentary series or something that followed you around like Gary V style or like what what Kerwin's doing. <laughs> Like that, that to me, like, like Kerwin, mm. Kerwin Ray, who's a <laughs> We're like, oh friend gosh. of mine. Sorry, I'm just going to press this. Um, you can check out his Facebook and see the series he's doing. It's called The Social Experiment. And it's just a video. Have you been watching the videos? No, so I watched one. The first one, I think it had like 100,000 views. Wow. Yeah, I saw, that's like, what I saw. Like that's, there's no way in the world I'm going to write a book that's going to be seen by 100,000 people. Whoa. So, and that's, that's just crazy. one episode. So what's his, what's this video series about? It's really just about his company embracing social media. Wow. Like it's not it's it's like I wouldn't content say it's self serving, but it's definitely <laughs> like help it's content marketing yeah. for sure. 
yeah, it's getting a lot of attention for yeah. him and his brand, but wow. it's do, doing it in a way that's that's interesting to people because people want to see videos. So what you reckon we should do? Oh, sorry, I was just putting the live video on. So you reckon we should do um, <laughs> a video, a documentary series about? No, America's I'm not. Well, I was talking about myself, not you. Oh, you're gonna do it? No, I'm not going to. But I'm. Just, I, I, it's crossed my mind that it is we'll be would be a fun. smarter thing to do than. Write a book because that's yeah. where everyone's attention. I'm not going to lie, I've, I think talked, I've we've talked yeah. about doing. We're like, we just want to do a merrymaker TV show where people follow us around, and where yeah. we can share our our thoughts when we have them. When it's like, oh my gosh, this thought, like even like just before we had lunch, yeah, like we had mm. a really good conversation and about Instagram, and it was like people would have got a lot out of it. It's the level of organization required and yeah. the friction. Like you really to do it well, you really need. A proper yeah. person to film it who knows what they're doing. You need a manager. And you need to like plan it really well. Like yeah. even though it's like going to be like, you know, that stuff on the go. But yeah. you need to have a plan before you start. Like, I mean, I'd love to do video. it for Black Ops. Like we did we oh, did the, the awesome. um, 10-part podcast series for, yeah. for opening this brewery. Yeah. Um, but video would be if you could be organized enough to do video. Oh like if gosh. we had a guy, it would, it would cost so much money. But if, exactly, if we like... Yeah. Went overseas and inspected the equipment and yeah. just did it story based. That would have been so, that so been amazing. Epic. And we've got so much attention for that, like a like a TV show that yeah, documents could have, the story. It could story. have literally been on TV. But maybe that's like, I guess, ow. See, like that's an awesome <laughs> idea. But again, like you do, there's friction involved where it's like yeah. you need a shitload of money to do that. Yeah. And we found we video, I think I'm doing it. You right. need to talk closer, Emma. Look at this. You can see, you can see how quiet Guys, it is. I'm getting in trouble. Yeah. Emma isn't talking loud enough. Okay. Or talk louder, enough. Mary. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I think with us with video, we had friction where it was like, we have to make sure we look good too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so there's that, so many things with video and like, and even like the sounds matching up, like doing your audio with yeah. another mic. And you then, need people who know what yeah, they're doing. Yeah, exactly. It needs to be planned out and it's hard to do. That's why Snapchat's so good because you can, <sighs> I love you Snapchat. can tell like simple stories on there. Yeah. And you don't need full pro yeah. well, like, audio and video. I and think like for us, I think Snapchat is probably the best thing at the moment. We but like I think Snapchat. if you want, like if when I look at Facebook now, the video, it, it's so crazy. Like to me, I wouldn't be surprised if next couple of years Facebook was just video. Like mm, when, so I, when I scroll through my Facebook feed now, it's video after video after yeah. video. But that's because you watch all the videos, you like the videos, you share the videos, so Facebook puts them in your feed, right? Because I don't get just videos. I get like photos. I get, I get heaps like of articles. Recipes, lots mm. of art from this it's random. It's because Facebook's creating the, the feed we want. Yeah. Yeah, well, now but I think videos have exploded so much on Facebook that like – yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. You don't get as many. I don't videos. get. I definitely get. I get some. The most I get. Oh my gosh! Shared from do you Dan know what's Norris. the best video? The latest, <gasps> the newest Facebook page that we're so loving at the moment. Did you see it? Titanic makes everything. Oh better. my god! Yeah, I did see that. The Harry With Potter. The Harry thing. Potter thing. Did you watch the other videos? There's <laughs> no, like, oh, oh my there. god, there's Lion, Lion King. King. There's um, Lord of the Rings. What was the other one that was hilarious? I can't remember. Literally, this person just did, creates these videos, put up a Puts Facebook, the Titanic and it's like, on it. yeah. But the Facebook page was cre- created like two weeks ago. It has over 30,000 likes. Boom. It was like one yeah. week It just ago. went viral. It's so random. And it's the funniest shit ever. But how I do you monetize really exactly that? I wasn't sure I what I was know. watching. It looked kind of cool, but <laughs> did they manipulate the video at all? No. no. It's, just, it's stupid. It's just pure it's stupid. It's like they just found parts of movies that work really well with like this when crescendo of Celine Dion. And then like when Simba gets like, you know, on Pride Rock and it's like, yeah. Simba. <laughs> I'm doing the arm movements above my head, by the way, guys. Um, With Rafiki? Yeah, Rafiki does it. And it's just like Celine, like, belting out. Oh, God. I love Celine Dion. So good. No, that's just, like, ridiculous. Like, it's crazy that that goes... Video content. Video content, yeah. But, but yeah, but every platform you look at, like, I I think Twitter now is less relevant because it's just too much text. I hate Twitter. Everyone hates it. Everyone loves Snapchat because it's 100% video. It's pretty much 100% video, Snapchat. Well, when anyone shares a photo, I'm like... Skip, but it's yeah, video. but Give even like video. you, you skipping that, it's like it almost is a video because you're like, mm, yeah, it's you're kind true. of, t- it's like an almost an interactive yeah, video. Yeah, that's true. True. Yeah. And Facebook, Facebook Live, um, like right now, like right now, it just, it, I think it, it's huge. Me but too. Yeah. So you've got video skills. Video. Good. Yeah. Good place to be. Yeah. I think. Definitely. We're not talking about travel at all. Oh my gosh, we did. What else did, did anyone else? Want? I've got I've got one more tip for travel. Yes, let's buy see. these headphones I got. These Bose <laughs> headphones are freaking amazing, and 
I, I don't know why I didn't do that earlier because I slept. I slept for four hours on the plane <laughs> on the way back. I've never ever slept because more than of like the thirty minutes. I think it was because, because of the they're headphones. They're noise cancelling. Actually, like you just you can't hear it. So did yeah. you have music on as well? No, or, no just no, put them on. Yeah. Turn the battery on. That was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. Yeah. Definitely. They're really good too because your whole ear fits in them. Yeah, they we have beats yeah. and they kind of hurt. They hurt my ear because they don't fit properly. I, I think, think I, I have really big it. ears though. So. <laughs> Do you? Yeah, These are so comfy. They're so soft and comfy. They're yeah. about 400, 350 bucks. It's 400 bucks. We're not yeah. sponsored by Bose, by the way. But yeah. Maybe they should. Do you them. want to sponsor this? Do you want to sponsor this podcast, Bose? <laughs> that's, a, that's a no-brainer <laughs> investment, I think. Like you would like... If you're like debating... Like I was debating whether to pay $800 for better seats on one flight. Yeah. But buying true. headphones that are 350 bucks you can wear on every single flight. Yeah, that's and true. And you're going to sleep extra. But actually you get um, the headphones like that on Virgin. <laughs> <laughs> they're not quite as big. Your ear does get sore, but yeah. they're noise cancelling. I still yeah. think you, I still would recommend bringing your own. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a mine because now I just walk around the house when i got the kids. <laughs> it's good. They're very handy. They're the ultimate parenting tool. That is so That's funny. so good because then you won't get annoyed by them. Mm. <laughs> it's good. good. Very good investment. And neck pillow. Never yeah, had a neck I told you. What's even walking around that with home, at home as well? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Just walk <laughs> just around the neck pillow. Just in case you off. Yeah, and then when they try and talk to me, I'm like, sorry, I'm sleeping. <laughs> neck pillow. <laughs> neck, seriously though, those well, neck pillows also, are the best. So traveling, we also went to New York. We didn't talk about that. Yeah, we did. We I didn't go to four New York. Days, we've spent four days in New York and bloody hell, it's an amazing city. There's something it's very magical about that As soon that as we got to that city, yeah. it was like, boom, new ideas, so super inspired. There's just like a weird energy there. It, and like everyone you talk to says the same thing. Everyone, like everyone who was traveling to New York, they all said it. There's yeah. a weird energy about New York. And we were like, that's what we say all the time. Like, I think everyone just says it. Mm. It's an amazing city. And I, yeah. I think like... It's so old and like there's been yeah. so much creation there. Yeah, so many so many amazing people have like, you know, that's where Walked they made the it. Like that's mm. where they you know, these famous amazing people, like Concrete that's where they first began. It was the best. And uh, I don't know, it's a great it's a crazy city. Yeah, but I totally agree. I think there's something weirdly magical that the people in the past, like in the 1800s, have walked these same streets and that they must have left well, some form of energy before there. Before then, I think it was, yeah. I don't know when. But like th- there'd have to be some kind of magical to it. Well, that's like they say everything. They, that's what they say about Ayers Rock. And yeah. Stuff. Mm. Yeah, I want to go there. Everyone has spiritual encounters because it's like... Maybe that can be yeah. our next trip. I would love to go to Uluru. Do they have 3G? Oh. <laughs> Maybe we could go there for like two days. Okay, but I'm just trying to think how we're going to Snapchat. But I know. Okay. Well, I guess like you can do it and airplane then mode airplane mode. Share it all. Yeah, and then yeah, share it all it'd at be once. An epic Surely story. they have the internet there. Hey, when not. you do like airplane mode and you snap and then it fails, does it keep it keeps the same hours? So if we were to wait 24 hours, it wouldn't be there anymore, would it? Good question. Don't know. We'll have don't to know. test that out. I don't want to test that out because that means 24 hours without Snapchat. Oh, don't be silly. Don't do that. <laughs> That's terrible. Just Google it. Life would be Life was not complete without Snapchat. Yeah, I don't know. I've only ever done it like on a plane, like I Snapchat yeah. my flights. Yeah. And then when I land, I, I put them all up. Yeah. But I, I haven't done like 24 hours. How good are the filters also in America? Every little city yeah, had a filter. Yeah, true. There was so, and there's a lot of sponsored filters. Yeah, Heaps that was interesting. Filters. Like Sephora? See, like we were next door to Sephora and yeah, I'm like, boom. what the hell? Sephora. So filter. that is just like the kind of what's to come in Australia. Yeah. So yeah. brands obviously totally on board Snapchat Snapchat are going to make so much money. It's I not know, funny. yeah. But here they haven't really, like they're just catching on. Yeah. So that's exciting. I haven't even really seen. I think I've seen one or two here, but like they're random. I think like the, the yeah. contextualized stuff is so much more powerful. Like if there's like a store and you're yeah. in the vicinity, yeah, yeah. makes yeah, so much sense. And you want to share it. Well, then. it's like it was like when I remember it, we were in slow, and I was like looking at the filters. And I'm like, what the hell? Why has Sephora got a filter? I look up. Oh, there's a Sephora store. Yeah, and then yeah. I'm thinking about makeup. And if I needed makeup, I would have gone and bought bought Sephora yeah. makeup. Whereas here, like, I'll take a photo of the beach out the front, and then I'll get a McDonald's thing, and I'll be like, mm, "That's not, not going to be quite oh, as effective." It's like not yeah. really. Like, I'm not going to put that with the beach. Yeah. I'm probably just going to choose Gold Coast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so interesting. It is. It's so super exciting. But the moral of the story is, is the moral. Yeah, that travel is awesome for creativity and getting outside your comfort zone and just like. Having lots of fun. I think it's also good for a relationship building too. Oh like, my mm. gosh, we didn't even talk about that. Like I think like like I was like we were us three were traveling together. I was like, I wonder how that's gonna be. <laughs> like 
so like you know in each other's <laughs> <Go on>. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good like we didn't have any arguments really like yeah. as a collective no arguments yeah we even spoke good. about it like in the beginning we'll like wonder how long we'll last until someone freaks <laughs> yeah. out and i was like it'll be me like it'll definitely be me flipping out about something and i didn't yeah well done Thank we you. did good i thought you were going to talk about relationships with other people yeah that's what i oh. thought you were going to talk about oh, that's too. i was talking about the like people networking but mm. also networking holy moly i mean you can just talk to random so much it's not about easy factor. I think it's that you're lazy in your own place. Like you don't talk yeah. to new people. You're just like, why would I talk to that person when I know 20 other people? But even well, but people like, like when you go to a place, people always want to like meet you because yeah. you're not always there. Yeah. So. And they're like, oh, where are you from? Yeah. And it's like if we... England? We, are you guys from England? <laughs> <laughs> are you guys... No, we got um Europe from that, yeah. other, that one guy. You guys Europe? No. <laughs> no, we're from Australia. But I think, um yeah, like, you know, putting it on Facebook, we were like, we're going to be here, here and here if anyone's there yeah. like hit us up we have people like traveling to new york to catch up with us and things like that because we're not there all the time that's because you're famous though uh, yes. oh god <laughs> definitely yeah. not um but yeah no <laughs> relationship building yeah well i mean like even like staying with your friend derek and mm. marlene like it's like now i'm like i'm friends with them yeah, like, yeah. And now, so cool. yeah and if we are gonna go to bangkok like later in october like now we have more people to talk to. Yeah, like we know Derek Gabby. and we know Gabby. Mm. And so it's like, it's like I feel so much more confident going to that conference yeah. if we go, which we should go. Is Gabby going to that? I yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's going. going. She's oh, got cool. her ticket already. Yeah. yeah. I was looking up tickets during the week because I, had, I hadn't really thought about it. But the tickets are so, for sale already. Yeah, we looked at your email that you forwarded to us yeah. and then we looked at it and we were like, hell yes, we need to go. <laughs> so October, Bangkok. Okay. Sounds good. All the travel. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All the learning. It's You've got some time good. between now and then to save up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because the exchange rate wasn't very good. And we travel. spent yeah. so much money. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so much fun. It was so worth it. It was worth every second. Worth yeah. every penny. It was. All right. Well, that's probably it. It is. Was it? What, was any last things about travel? I just think if you can do it, do it. And it makes you appreciate where you live more. Oh, my gosh. I'm glad you mentioned that because I just, like, by the end of New York, like, even though I love that place, like, the smells in the (laughs) air and, like, the cigarettes around. Like, I just had so many passive, like, I was smoking, like, in my face. I was like, get Mm. out of my face. And just to come home, like, at the Gold Coast and just to, like, smell the ocean and the fresh air. So fresh. The air is so fresh here. So great. And I think it just, I felt so safe here. Like, oh, like I was just like, it's so like comfortable. And I'm mm. just like, I love Australia. So well, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, like America is like exciting and amazing. It is. I definitely didn't feel safe in the bigger cities. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think like we, I think I've, I got used to yeah. San Fran by the end. Like yeah. we were walking yeah. through it at the You're end. Right. It yeah. fine. Just when we first got there, it was like, whoa. And because it's so new. Intense. I mean, in New York, we feel You're pretty right. safe. You're actually We're walking right. around like late at night in New mm. York and I was feeling fine. Like, like I think just maybe it's just because it's like home. It's yeah. just like, it's yeah. always going to be home. It's always going to be the place where you feel. It's so pretty here as well. Yeah. The weather's just perfect. Like yeah. get, getting to LA and then. Going outside, it was just like, holy shit, yeah. this is disgusting. Like the fumes, all mm. I could smell was just this petrol because the cars are so big and they're just like burning that through petrol. That airport Even intense, flying though. out, like you can see the layer of smog. Like yeah. I saw mm. it over Chicago, New York and LA. There was like this, it was brown like clouds. And yeah. It was the bloody pollution. Like One thing I noticed when I got back, one thing about having the Tesla over there and the normal car here was like, Filling up petrol will never be the same again because oh. now I'm utterly disgusted by it. Because like when I first filled up when I got back, I just noticed all the stuff that we never had to deal with with the electric yeah. car. But just the smell of it, like getting petrol on my hands, like yeah. my, my hands smell like they petrol smell, all day yeah. after and I fill up. It's yeah, fucking if you disgusting. Sp- and if Sorry, you spill a little bit on the car. Yeah, you spill on the car. Yeah, you're like, oh, man. Just the whole, the whole having idea to get petrol, I hate. It's like, that is my worst thing. I hate getting petrol. Yeah, I don't know why. The other thing is, like, with the Tesla, like, it, yes, it takes, like, 30 minutes to recharge, but because because you can do it in so many places, like, mm. if you look at a screenshot of all the electric charging places mm. around the city, they're everywhere, plus add your home on top of that. Yeah. yeah. Like, you're not actually going and filling up 100%. 
all the time anyway. No. Like we were because we were doing a big road trip. Yeah. But if, if you were just driving around normally, yeah. you, you, you're you probably only stopping there for 10 minutes anyway. And also like you could just plug it in overnight at your house. Yeah. I like, think like having a Tesla just for like running around in your home, like hometown, that would not be annoying at all. No. Like there would be nothing annoying about that. And I just felt really good using the electric car. I was like, wow, like this is like helping the environment like yeah. the fumes from cars are shit like and we should all be driving electric cars like why isn't that happening well, isn't and that the experience like, was good like the tesla yeah. experience where like you'd get there you plug the car and you'd go into the dealership they'd show oh, you gosh. through through the cars free so coffee cool, free right? wi-fi it's like so cool. i reckon this like tesla is going to be the best example of how to build an engaged community a community that is so loyal yeah like these so people true. who have bought teslas are never buying another car again like mm. they're always buying teslas because the community is so amazing like we walked in and we felt like part of the thing and yeah. they're like so hey true. guys like grab a water like here's the button yeah. here's the wi-fi code and it was just like so freaking true. awesome what about how wasn't there a country that's like gonna ban petrol cars like in yeah the there's next... more than one i yeah. think i think um, Norway, I think we're going to yeah. do it by 2025 or like, that's 2035. That's amazing. So good. And I hope like that's just going to be what is the future because well, like I get like some people will be so resistant because they know. love cars. I mean, like how many people, like people love cars. And oh, no, but it becomes less cars. like Tesla. It becomes like less of a thing. I think as generations go on, like I can't imagine True. my kids falling in love with petrol cars. Yeah. I just can't imagine it happening because they're, they're not like the most exciting car they're going to see is when I get a Tesla. Yeah. And then when they, by the time they're old enough to have cars, they may never buy a car that you actually drive. Yeah, yeah it's like, so true. Like self-driving cars will be here. Self-driving crazy? Ubers will be everywhere. Most people probably won't have Uber. cars. And if they do have cars, they'll be self-driving cars. I just, I can't imagine they would get into like our generation who grew up like, like I grew up like taking engines out of cars yeah. and like removing the rust and like doing cars up. Yeah. And, like that whole... Thing. I don't. I don't think that's going to be a thing anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, so it's, it'll be. It'll be like really a niche thing. It'll like, be a niche thing. It'll be yeah. like what rich people do when they're bored. Yeah, sort of yeah. Thing. And it's like you know, like record players and things like that. How yeah. people still have those because they love that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's but for so the most part, I think people will just grow up and just be used to being driven around. So with self-driving Ubers, like. Does that mean there's no driver at all? Like it's just a car that comes and picks you up? Or is there someone, like is there still a driver in the car? Well, it's not a thing yet, but eventually there'll be no driver. Like, oh my what gosh, the hell? Imagine the an empty car. I really, I really hope, mm. I hope we're alive for that. Like, I, hope I think we'll be alive for that. Because I want that Isn't now. Isn't that the craziest thing? Imagine an empty car pulling up being like, toot, toot. I reckon they will. I think <laughs> it's, it's pretty challenging. Like, I think like the Tesla, at as it stands at the moment, can do like self-driving um, start, stop traffic and highway traffic, but you still have to have to be there in the car in case it sort of freaks yeah. out. Yeah. Um, but eventually it'll be fully autonomous, but so you, you'll amazing. still have to be in the car, but yeah. you won't have to be controlling it. Um, but I, I'm sure eventually it'll get to the point, like Google have cars driving around the US mm. that have got no people in them. And <laughs> really? they've had, yeah, for years. And they've just been, been gradually like training them to get smarter <laughs> and... It's so cool. I need mm. that car like because I hate driving. Me too. It'll be one of those things where like everyone's like, oh, I love driving. But then as soon as you go in one where you don't have to drive and you can do everything but driving, I oh think gosh. people will just do that. You do your emails. Like, and I could like go need to go to a place in half an hour. I could just have my makeup in the car and do my makeup. <gasps> I, mm. wouldn't, I could I could have half an hour longer at home to do whatever I need to do before an interview. Yeah. <laughs> that's, just a, that's just one example, guys. And then if you had self-driving Ubers, you probably wouldn't have your own car because it'd just be so it'd be so efficient. Like if they didn't have to pay drivers, yeah. they had electric cars where you have hardly any maintenance. Oh my god! It would be so cheap to get around, and so the cars true. would be so efficient because they're being driven by computers. You take out human error; it, it's going to like significantly reduce congestion as well. Because yeah. like we have all of this stuff in our transport system that is basically there because we've got apes driving cars. Like that's the only reason all this shit is there because we're just stupid I'm and an we're, we're no good at driving cars. Yeah. I'm yeah yeah it's true. I'm not gonna. I'm an ape. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Ending on that. Well, that's transport. Transport and travel. Everyone should join Dan's future transport group. If yeah. You're interesting. Yeah. Get in Facebook. Join my future transport group. It's good fun. <laughs> oh, actually, wait. We need to ask what's the best thing about your week. 
Um, I'm back home in Australia. I'm excited about that. Boom. Yeah. Damn. Uh, my, well, mine's back being at Black Ops, which is actually trading now on the Gold Coast. So if you're on the Gold Yay. Coast, come to Black Ops in Burley and we have beer and you can come here and drink it, which is pretty cool because we've been working on it for like two years. Woo-hoo. So that's the best thing. That's the, the best. That is the job, best guys. thing. You're and then me, the best thing is definitely being back home and the beach. And like getting back into routine work, even though we talked about the, the magic of <laughs> But that's why we told her, we said routine. routine is good and routine yeah. is bad. It has its place. So, so far our work has involved going out for coffee, going out for lunch. And podcasting. podcasting. Yeah. Got to ease ourselves into it. <laughs> All the important things. We did yeah. just get off a 14-hour flight. Yes. 14-hour sleep. Golly, golly gosh. Very amazing. Yay. Well, yay, that was awesome. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you. Thank Love you. you heaps. See you next time. Bye, Bye. Facebook. Bye. 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 Told you that was fun. Yay. We love doing those podcasts. They're just so much fun and just so conversational and just the best thing ever. Hope you guys got something out of it and are super inspired to go and do something yourself. If there is a topic or something you would like us to cover on Marybiz, remember to reach out, just send us an email or Snapchat us at the MM Sisters because we would love to know the kind of things you want us to talk about on the show. All right, have the best day ever and make it merry. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher.